Game begin. From the pages of Extraversal comes an actual play podcast with a difference. Join the team at Big Punch Studios as they attempt to play and create a brand new RPG system from scratch. Listen to the show, read the comic, play along at home, and prepare to enter the Extraverse! Interesting things happen on the edges, be they the point where one thing ends and another begins, or the limits of our understanding. These are the shifting places, where opposing forces collide, repelling or attracting one another, and forever changing in the process. Following their encounter with Sparkle Fury's Empire of Crime, the future legend and its crew have taken refuge on the edges of the known extraverse putting some much-needed distance between them and the convoy. The last few weeks have been silent and uneventful, a welcome contrast to recent, explosive events. Tracing ancient pathways through the corridors of the Extraverse, through regions rarely visited or mapped, the crew spend their days in quiet reflection, licking their wounds and regaining their strength. Recent companion Pete has departed, choosing to stay behind in the convoy to help his fellow refugees adapt. As such, the crew now consists of Tim Barr and first mate Aaron Wan, our field team of Rituar, Capella and Lynette, and new addition Ocus, whose motivations and origins remain a mystery. Lynette, where are you? Uh, Lynette is in her little engine room, well it's quite a big engine room really, but full of lots of little nooks and crannies amongst the machinery. She is just tinkering here and there with her cat Jason by her side. Okay, and uh, did your little engine room, did it always have a missing wall and um, a massive kind of green field stretching away out of it? Uh, <laughs> no, that seems new. <laughs> and is it? Well, in, um, do... Um, I, I think I think you feel uh, compelled to uh, take a bit of a walk, really, from from your engine room. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, that you know, she's been stuck in there for probably about twenty hours now, breathing in all this dusty, dirty air. Oh, a lovely, a lovely green field. I think I'll take a break. Well, as you step out of your engine room, and you know, of course, because you know now there's a field just kind of you know where you know I guess one of a particularly dirty wall used to be. <laughs> And um, you find yourself on this beautiful, beautiful hillside. And um, as you kind of walk forward and the, the kind of you're, you're reaching the crest of this hill, 
Um, what do you see on the other side of this hillside? Oh, do I get to decide? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, you know, this is, this is happening to you. I see a herd of strange, sort of, if you crossed an elephant with a buffalo, a herd of those. Elephalos. <laughs> Yeah, or buffalons. 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 Mark Ethalolo. Hollywood superstar. <laughs> and um, yeah, and what's happening? Are these creatures just uh, kind of traveling across across the landscape? Yeah, they're sort of just, they're, they're slowly wandering. They're migrating for the winter. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> like a bird, uh, but they're just grazing as they go. So they're they're very majestic beasts. Is this somewhere you've been before? Uh, it is somewhere that I don't have a specific memory of being before, but it doesn't feel unfamiliar. I feel very well, look, relaxed. Well, looking down the hillside uh, across this beautiful scene, uh, you see a few people in the distance. Uh, they are walking alongside this herd of strange elephant buffalo creatures. And um, they look uh, from a distance to be, I guess, kind of farmers, I suppose, um, dressed in quite simple clothing. And I think the only noticeable thing about any of them is that they are each accompanied by a cat. <gasps> oh, they must be the um, the herding cats that herd the <laughs> buffalants. <laughs> It must be. <laughs> That's what they're used for. Yes. Are these cats any? Uh, are these cats any any different? Would you say to uh, a regular cat? Or? No, I I get the sense that these are probably feline people, so that they are each with their companion cat. Um, but people can use their cats for in different contexts for different purposes, and you know, farming. The the feline farmers would use their cats to herd the cattle. I was just wondering if he, if these were particularly like lean or muscular, or, <laughs> or uh, these cats were they wearing like smocks or something? Or... Smocks, farming no. smocks. <laughs> They've all got little like bonnet hats, like the cone of shame. But <laughs> no, <laughs> no, like like southern, like a southern belle, like a southern belle. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, and and as you as you recognise these uh, these feline farmers with their kind of southern bell uh cats um you of course uh you recognize uh their their tight maneuvers while these um the these cats are running in kind of perfect synchronicity along the side of the this herd of weird elephant buffalo kind of creatures and uh i think i think this is a i think you realize that you might be dreaming mm. and this might be a memory of somewhere you've been when you were young. Mm. Yes, it does feel familiar. The The smell of the air and the, the sounds of the buffalance on the distant hill. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, you realise that Jason is gone. <gasps> And as you look around trying to find him, you see from a distance these farmers uh, begin to kind of similarly look around in panic as one by one their cats, their farming cats, um, disappear into puffs of smoke oh, no. and just kind of fade away into nothingness. Oh, oh no. And a kind of harsh 
scream kind of fills the air and the elephant creatures start to start to panic and stampede and a harsh wind is now whipping at you and as you as you turn around you see this cloud kind of gathering in the sky and coming down out of it these these white shapes like bolts of lightning racing towards the ground and as they hit the ground some distance away they turn and sprint and start racing along the grass towards you and you realize that they're white these white blurring shapes are cat-like but tall and lean and far far bigger than than jason or any cat you've ever known and their eyes are bright red and they are coming straight towards you no i'm gonna turn and start sprinting as fast as i can as you run down the hill uh you feel like in a like in a dream like in a nightmare you feel the ground turning to i guess kind of like toffee beneath your beneath your feet and you can't seem to make any progress and these these cat creatures are coming closer and closer behind you you can hear you can hear them screaming oh god okay i will turn around and face them and just hit at them (laughs) (laughs) great and as you defiantly plant your legs and hiss at them this wave of ghostly cat creatures breaks over you and you feel yourself you feel yourself kind of tumbling and, and falling through darkness and with a start you you're awake again and you're back in your engine room aboard the Future Legend. Oh, I sit up really quickly and bash my head on a bit of piping. <laughs> <laughs> Donk. You pass out again. You're back up the hill. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, thankfully, Jason is at your side. Oh, good. So Give him you a big hug. Not... Oh. And I guess the most alarming thing is that while the details of the dream may have changed... Now that you're awake and back in reality, you remember, of course, that this is not the first time you've had this dream. The places may keep changing, but the details, the key elements are always the same. That cats are disappearing and this strange force is coming for you. Mm. Yes, I feel very deep down uneasy and also guilty for being okay and knowing that my people are in danger and that i am not there currently to help them i need to i need to make this a priority i need to i need to help them i don't know how but this is this is a pandemic for them you know they need their cats so on a more practical level how does lynette cope with the stresses of these weird dreams um, she's quite an optimistic, upbeat person, but even this weighs heavy on her and she definitely throws herself into her work as a distraction, um, but also in the hopes that by working hard, she will find a solution as fast as possible. So she will just become a workaholic and she probably won't be sleeping as much as she should be or as well as she should be, especially if she's having these dreams. Um, So she might start to get a little bit frazzled and that optimistic sheen might wear a little thin sometimes. Have have your crewmates even seen much of you in in these past weeks? No, I don't think so. She's just covered in like grease and oil and probably should have showered a couple of weeks ago um and jason's looking really miserable because 
as she gets dirtier, he kind of, even if he didn't get involved in the work, he just starts to look a bit greasy and grizzled as well. So he's feeling a bit miserable um, and wishes that she'd just take a shower and take a break. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Is this still about Lynette? (laughs) (laughs) There have been, I imagine there may have been some like uh, corporate memos around the future legend, like placed very... (laughs) passive ag- aggressively yeah. on like a notice board in the galley or something like that yeah they're all from Aaron one <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I choose to believe that like Aaron one is maybe legitimately grumpy because like i imagine every chore on the ship kind of falls to him in yeah. a weird way there's a rotor but it's just like his name under like every <laughs> it's a 24-hour rotor as well because he doesn't need to sleep <laughs> Um, so as you, I guess, kind of double down on your work, uh, Jason throws you uh, a bit of a dirty look, uh, I guess kind of dirty in, in every sense of the <laughs> yeah. word, and uh, curls up on top of a particularly warm piece of piping. Mm-hmm. Um, Ritua, Hello. Y- you are in your lab. Would you say this is uh, unusual or kind of par the course? Um, I mean, it depends how many other people are in the lab. Uh, if, if if there's no one else there, then I'm probably there. If there's anyone else there, then I'm probably not there. Uh, how, how? What have you been working on these past these past few weeks? Uh, I think I've probably been studying. Like, given our given our experiences at the casino, I think I've probably been studying like bubble universes and alternate realities and things um because we we had to deal with a lot of that and it was really irritating um, so, so i think he's, he's probably been trying to make a bit of a study of that but considering we're way out in the sticks on the edges here that it's probably not been going all that well the reception is uh, really much, bad for wikipedia yeah not much not much sort of resources available out here is it um, just it's just Wikipedia that the reception yeah. is bad for <laughs> every other yeah, website? Basically, I've I've been stuck in a Wikipedia loop for like three months. I think it's I think it's called Extrapedia, just so you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the the thing that's really annoying you, Ritua, mm. I would say, aside from maybe your lack of success in this particular field, is you can't shake the feeling that something has changed about the future legend that something is out of place Ah. where do you where do your suspicions lie what is what is where do you think something is wrong well i think ritua has probably been like between between um extraversal pages he's been building tiny little spy bots that will try to follow Ocus around the ship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Just, are these um, good spy bots or no, are they... he is not an engineer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're very obvious. They're basically, they're basically like like um, cameras that he's bought off Extraversal Amazon and took like weeks and weeks and weeks to get here. Yeah. And they're, all he's done is glue little legs to them. Um, so that they can scuttle around the, the, the ship. Um, so they they can kind of like walk, but only in like one direction. And when yeah, they hit yeah, a wall, yeah. they're they not, just they're kind not of good stay at corners because I've glued the legs on at just kind of the edges of the camera. So there's no like 
hip joint so they can't turn. Um, I just have to kind of like set them in a direction. I, my, my, my theory is, is that if I set enough of them in enough different directions around the ship, they will find Ocus and they will, at some point, I'll be able to see him anywhere he is on the ship. The yeah. amount of footage okay. you must be receiving from these yeah. you have to sift through. Colossal. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you consult with, um, did you consult with Lynette when it came to building little kind of robo cameras i haven't i haven't seen lynette for months and that's that's perfectly fine with me so. that's the way you like it yeah. <laughs> and lynette have you have you ever come across one of these um pathetic little robot cameras walking around yeah the ship? i don't think i probably looked hard enough to see if it was a camera or something i just saw a little bug scuttle around and just like stamped on it with my foot <laughs> i get loads there are the loads of bugs engine. in the engine room so i do, if, as really? soon as i see one i just stamp on it yeah Oh God! Wait, oh my God! Yeah, we should we should maybe put a pin a pin in that about the the horrendous bug infestation <laughs> on, on the future. J- Jason loves it. It's his main source of protein. That's good then. <laughs> Great because you keep forgetting to feed him, or yeah, Both. definitely recently. <laughs> <clears throat> Although I think it's the other way around. I don't need to feed him because he eats all the bugs. So I see. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure Jason is a hundred percent okay with this. Oh yeah, yeah he loves it. <laughs> Jason, Jason meows. And uh, he kind of like gives a side eye towards like his food bowl. <laughs> and uh, there are actually two bugs kind of like battling in his food bowl for, for dominance. <laughs> like Beyblades. <laughs> like Beyblades, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Ruxua, in your attempts to surveil Ocus, mm. uh, I should say that Ocus is, is, has by all accounts just been the most friendly, <laughs> open kind of like welcoming dude um yeah that's you know, not a good way to ingratiate yourself with <laughs> not with the uh, two, yeah like, and uh, i think ocus is actually really helpful because every time like one of your little camera drones gets kind of stuck on something he very politely delivers them back to your lab <laughs> uh in like Aww. a little sack um so what what is your investigation uh kind of uh, uncovered so far i mean thus far i mean he's he's spending an awful lot of time like cleaning the corridors which is strange and he's talking to Aaron Wan a lot as well and I'm not sure I trust Aaron Wan and it's just like don't trust anyone we're <laughs> <laughs> such a great team we don't talk yeah. to each other or trust each other he's just he's he's trying he's trying to he's trying to ingratiate himself into the crew and I don't I don't trust it because he's just looking for our weaknesses to take us down so, uh you are basically anything I see that Okus does is immediately suspicious <laughs> Even if it's just like eating cereal, <laughs> you uh, you catch through one of your little spy cameras. You Ocus is in the galley at one point, and he's uh, he's eating, say, some cereal, say uh, uh, some uh, exos. That's like, uh, like some extraversal cereal. And are they in shapes uh, of you... X's and O's? Yes, yeah, it's are. really, it's yeah. it's really confu- It was a really confusing marketing push actually because they're all in the shapes of X's and no one can quite work out why they're called XOs <laughs> because there's nothing circular about them. Um, and uh, Ocus is is crunching down on a bowl of these, and you, with your little spy drone, you see him kind of get up to go wash, you know, wash the kind of bowl, and you catch him kind of tipping the remains of the cereal down like the dry waste recycling <gasps> chute and uh and you know i guess that's just like the most incriminating 
thing <laughs> in the world. Like, I imagine like a little alarm goes off on your covert spy drone and it starts kind of screaming and running around the room. It actually, um, but it, when it when it broadcasts the the, the footage back to the lab, uh, a little printer whirs into action and it writes a passive aggressive note in Aaron Wan's handwriting. Um, <laughs> I had a which, I will, which those, I will later take to the galley at some point. I had a suspicion all those fridge. notes were actually from Ritu Armour. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ritu do you have a pin board in your lab of everybody on the ship uh, and with their various lists of um, suspicious activities? Like oh, uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. And my spear is currently stuck into it. <laughs> um, I, I quite regularly just like practice throwing my spear at the pinboard as well. So cool, cool, cool. What does it What does it say under Capella? Uh, there's mostly um, there's a, a couple of sheets of musical notation that I found that I sort of stuck under there, um, and something to about like um, there's it, basically a picture of a of, of like a, a blurry photo through a window that shows kind of a box in a room, and there's just like a load of question marks next to it. Um, mm. and then there's just, you know, random <clears throat> stuff. Like there's a little tiny piece of her gold dress, like stuck under <laughs> it as well. And, <laughs> and like lots of like string and like yeah, red, yeah, red, yeah. red, uh, yeah. ink. Going, oh, like, this connects everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. The, 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 bit of gold dress is very much at the center of the web right now. Yeah. So. The oh. most important thing. I, and what, what, what are your notes on Lynette? <laughs> Basically, it's a lot of pictures of Jason. Aww. Like my my spy bots have found. I've got a lot of footage of Jason, so it's just lots of like weird angled shots of Jason, like just pinned up all over the place, and like <laughs> where in the ship I spotted him at various points. And, and written under it, it just says in red le- in red writing, "When the time comes, spare this one." <laughs> <laughs> Underlined. I feel twice. like Jason and I probably get on reasonably well. We both, you know, like to ignore everyone else. So you know. We, it, it, it's a relationship that works for us. It's mutually mutually beneficial. Yeah. Shall See, we say. that's how to ingratiate yourself with Ritua. I completely ignore him and leave him alone. <laughs> Don't try to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, as um, as you attempt to unravel this this mystery, Ritua, uh, one of your little camera feeds is coming from the storage area. I guess the hold of mm-hmm. the ship. Which right now there's a lot of them that have ended up in there. Because there's no really way out, so they just keep falling into. They the just hole. gravitate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so you have a multi-camera uh, kind of amazing uh, array to to basically zoom in on an impromptu training area, which has been set up down in the hold. Uh, someone has thrown down a load of like um, padded floor tiles in a, in a Krug square and somebody may have like chalked an outline down. And Capella, you are flexing. Yeah. You are stretching and loosening up while across this makeshift ring from you, Ocus is doing the same. This is bad. This is exactly what I was going to say to you if you'd asked me what I was doing. <laughs> I had, it, I had it written down here that I was working out with Ocus. This is insane. <laughs> we, we we spend too much time together, yeah, clearly. clearly. Yeah. Um, so um, I guess the two of you are right now, this is all in uh, in uh, the spirit of jolly competition. Absolutely. You know, it's all, yeah. all a bit of fun. 
And right now, I think the two of you are just, you know, just flexing, you know, just kind of loosening up, getting into getting into the swing of things. Um, are you currently charged with wishes? No, I imagine I'm not. Um, the reason being that I want to uh, I want to sort of train my main my base muscles, my base strength kind of thing, you know, Okay. Um, and, and my technique. Not not I don't want to rely too much on on wishes. So you, I'm guessing, just because you'd be a bit of a wreck otherwise, you you've got kind of like the wishes in you. You're just not oh, for currently sure. like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fully stoked. Let's let's say yeah. So there's this weird little thing where even though you're not currently burning wishes, there are times where maybe like you uh, you maybe move a hand a little too fast, and there's like a little <laughs> crackle of um, yeah, a little crackle of energy behind it or something. It's really hard to control like release of the energy, even for some, even for an addict as experienced as me. Um, so like sometimes her eyes will flash gold, or like yeah, you'll see like a sort of whirl of gold lightning just spiral up an arm or something. Um, so Ocus is. Um, is also kind of doing elaborate stretches on his side of the uh, of the map, and uh, you're starting to feel a little kind of self conscious because as you are flexing to the limits of a human body, Ocus is kind of like tying himself in knots basically because <laughs> he is completely double jointed on every every angle. In fact, come to think of it, I found a really nice. Let me see if I can share this with you. All. I found a really nice illustration that someone had done. That is quite a good it's embodied ochus. Oh, I, that may have worked. Hang on, I let I, me just. I saw something. Uh, nope, nope, can't. I, this is this is me just wrestling with the uh, the, uh, the exciting roll twenty system here. You know what? You'll just have to imagine it. <laughs> I, am, I am imagining him, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. So Lok, uh, ochus cuts um, a really odd figure because he is humanoid, but doesn't have a head, and kind of now outside of his disguise you see that his anatomy is a lot more alien than you had re uh, really kind of grasped initially he can imitate a human pretty well but uh, you see that like um he has this these weird eyes kind of deep set into his chest and like a almost kind of like a domed insect like style to his torso and he uh, he kind of c catches you watching and grins and goes Okay, so I think we're agreed. Uh, no, uh, no strikes above the neck. That's uh... <laughs> sorry. That's a little bit of uh, Blemis Blemis humour for you there. Very and, good. And uh, he's he has like little um, padded gloves, kind of tied to both his hands and feet. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm scared of giving you a gut punch in case you bite my hand off. Uh, that is uh, that's a very good point. Uh, how about this? Uh, I promise not to bite your hand off or humiliate you entirely. How about that? We'll and see. then he starts kind of, he starts kind of like uh, dancing, like jogging on the spot. Yeah. And then Capella does the classic hand out and like, come on then, bring it. <laughs> and uh, Ocus lunges at you with uh, a punch, which moves like a blur and uh, uh, cracks you uh, square across for chops and you take uh, one damage. Ocus, you big poo. <laughs> I say it out loud. <laughs> Ocus, you big poo. <laughs> but she's sort of and he's like, now... yeah, she's sort of on her back and she sort of smiles and uh, and then hops back to her feet again. And immediately okay, so... strikes back. Okay, make an attack. Okay, here we go. How do I do? It's power, isn't it? 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, great. And you, uh, where, where do you punch Ocus? Do you punch him in the gut? Um, yeah, I'm going to go straight for his mouth. <laughs> his big chest mouth. Uh, you punch him right in his big uh, chest mouth. And uh, it's it's a little gross. Like you get like a little bit of saliva. Yeah. On, uh, uh, and he kind of uh, recoils a bit and uh, kind of, you know, but then he's grinning and he's kind of like, he's he's like a, he's like a featherweight. He's kind of like dancing on his on his toes and then he flips upside down so he's now dancing on his hands and his feet which is his legs which bend exactly like arms are now kind of have taken over the punching <laughs> aspects show off and he he lunges at you again and uh cracks you with another punch okay. and you take one damage oh no this is i, I might die here <laughs> <laughs> not really um oh you sly dog and uh, and then she's going to like from sort of a feint of being punched and sort of her head turning away. She then turns that into a roundhouse kick and spins back around to clock him in the kidneys, which is probably his cheek. I guess. <laughs> uh, make an attack. Brilliant. Here it goes. Oh, look at that. Oh, and it's a, oh, it's a blinder. Yeah. And you. Um, yeah. This amazing kind of like spinning kick takes him by surprise and it actually lifts him off. Uh, off the ground uh, and he tumbles uh, to the side of the ring and is only able to stop himself ringing out by clamping all four limbs like down onto the ground like at the last minute he's teetering over the white line oh that was a close and, one spider boy and as he unfolds himself he uh, he uh, he looks a little a little less amused now and he's like okay I see I see I was going a bit easy on you there and uh, he now uh, starts, uh, he, he really charges at, at you. And it's just this blur of kind of fists coming towards you. And uh, yeah, he, um, he, uh, he, he, he strikes you for one. Okay, I'm going to say though, just before his, his fist connects, um, Capella's arms glow gold. And she goes straight <laughs> up into the air and levitates above him. And his swing goes straight past. <laughs> oh, heck, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Ocus... Um, uh, tumbles and uh, uh, changes his mist blow into a uh, into like a, a kind of uh, cartwheel as he kind of like cycles across all his legs, and uh, he springs off the ground and lunges towards you, and um, he grapples you. He wraps all his uh, legs around you. <laughs> However, in doing so. Uh, he does get clocked in the face by your elbow. Yeah. So he takes one damage, but the two of you now kind of fall onto the ground in a mass of kind of limbs. Okay. So what do you do? Um, for a second there, Capella was levitating, but like his surprise, like leap into the air, <laughs> sort of caught her off guard and pulled her back out of the air and down onto the ground. Um, so at which point, uh, still sort of entangled with him, she tries to take off again up into the air. Because she's still mastering this new ability. Okay. Um, in an and... attempt to drop him from uh, a small but significant height. <laughs> yeah, because you... Uh, how recently has Lynette... Uh, sorry, Capella learned that uh, she can she can float? Very, very recently. Like, it's... it's very recently. Yeah, it's, it's a really new ability. Uh, so, uh... As you are now kind of like floating and frantically trying to shake Ocus off, could you make me a change roll? Absolutely, I can. It's garbage. It's garbage, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you kind of kick off the ground and your 
uh, weird weightlessness carries the two of you up. Uh, Ocus is uh, a blur, and with two limbs wrapped around you, he pivots his entire body over you, <laughs> and suddenly you are being suplexed in midair, oh, and the momentum of your own kick carries you back down onto the ground, and you smack quite heavily down onto your back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ocus, uh, Ocus lands effortlessly, uh, does a mock bow, and then reaches out a hand to pick you up. Capella just sort of sits back on her elbows and just looks at him for a second. And then she grins, grabs his hand. It's like, all right, well played. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the two of you uh, kind of just have like a really epic, like the two of you like, yeah. um, you, you grab fisks and you just kind of like, you, the two of you just flex. A gold and lightning like kind of... just spirals around the fist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Power Rangers or something. Uh, as the camera pangs across, you just see Aaron one. Uh, just kind of like mopping and uh, <laughs> mopping up saliva and teeth <laughs> mopping up saliva <laughs> hundreds and, uh, of goes, teeth so many teeth we just regrow them so fast Ocus and I <laughs> and Aaron Wan who has just walked in with a mop and a bucket is like uh, oh I, I I I see you found my tablecloths I was looking for those I see I see you've spread them out on the floor Aww. in an interesting arrangement, but that's that's fine. That's fine. I was I was due to do laundry in five minutes anyway, so it's not it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, they just made a really good ring, Aaron. And uh, you know, we don't have any tables that I that I've seen anyway, so uh I figured. No, right. certainly not certainly not any any more. <laughs> after, after after what was it you called it? The the Royal Rumble last week? I think I've changed the name to the Great Tabling. Um, but I just wanted to test my like, you know, karate chop sort of action and i just figured like that was already set up to be chopped so let's chop away you know uh ocus um ocus is now kind of toweling himself off which is a very unusual uh kind of scene and he he pats uh aaron one on the back uh kind of and goes it's all right buddy don't worry about it you know it's uh what's a table between buddies what's uh what's a table between friends <laughs> and um uh he uh aaron one is like uh Sir, if if uh, uh, Mister Ocus, uh, if you could um, put back uh, the uh, keys which you just took off <laughs> off me, that would be that would be lovely. And Ocus um, looks down, and one of his limbs is just kind of holding like a ring of keys. He's like, "Oh, look at that! I didn't he, didn't even know. How funny! How funny! How did that happen?" And uh, <laughs> sorry about that. And he, he just kind of hangs hangs it back on like a, a bolt off like Aaron Wong's body, just kind of like. <laughs> Hanging it on a hook just puts it up there. Rajua um, makes another note and adds it to the pinboard. Uh, and as uh, and on that note, um, across the future legend, um, flowers open in unison, and you hear the familiar gruff voice of um, Timbar, kind of like uh, kind of echo out in a slight distortion from all these flowers vibrating. And he just goes, um, okay, okay, that was coming dangerously close to some character development, and we're not going to have that on my ship. Everybody, <laughs> everybody to the bridge. Everyone to the bridge now. It's kind of smell. I can smell you from here. Get to the bridge. I need a shower, Timber. Uh, I, hmm. Believe me, this, this may go against corporate policy, but that won't be an issue very shortly. Okay. Fine then. To the bridge. <laughs> and all the flowers start kind of making like a real, they start like exuding like puffs of a foul pollen, which is kind of like his version of an alarm. 
Oh, not this again. All right, then. We better go before we smell even worse. Um, so, yeah, but you... Um, yeah, so I guess you are kind of a little sweaty. Uh, you and Ocus uh, Capella are a little sweaty and a little kind of um, uh, polony. And as you're walking up the corridor, uh, you see uh, Rituwa emerging from his lab uh, with like a little cloud of nasty pollen as well. Hey, Rituwa, you right? This is... Why, why am I always covered in stuff? Why, yeah, it why does, can we... does seem to be the way of things on this ship. And on our mission, doesn't it? But hey ho. Ocus Ocus pats Ratuar on the back and goes, Hey Ratuar, buddy, how's um how's your collage coming along? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ratuar just glares at him. It just he's beyond trying to spar in any way with this individual right now. And then um it's Capella glares. puts her hand up to Ocus for a high five. <laughs> <laughs> And without missing a beat, uh, Ocus high fives you with a foot, <laughs> like a chorus girl. He just goes like, make, like his yeah. leg just like flicks up. <laughs> um, and then, as the four of you are walking along uh, the, the central corridor towards the uh, staircase up to the bridge, uh, a small bundle of grease. <laughs> And uh, kind of grime emerges, which might be Lynette. It's rather hard to tell at this point. <laughs> Lynette, is that you? Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Long time no see. Yeah, right. You're right. I've been trying to check in on you from time to time, but whenever I knocked, I just heard snoring or nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've I've been busy upgrading and tinkering with the ship and just making it the best it can be. Okay. Well, if you ever cool. need to talk, I'm here for you. Thanks. <laughs> this is really, really disingenuous from Capella, but she's um, she got a book before we left the um, convoy, which was called Motivating Your Workforce. And uh, she really fancies herself as, as a new sort of go-to leader of the field team. So she's trying to come up with ways to like sort of ingratiate herself to her teammates, but also simultaneously establish herself as a leader. <laughs> as if Lynette needs any more motivating. Like, she's just been, like, working non-stop. <laughs> Socially motivating, you see. That's what oh, it's I all see. about. I see, I yeah. see. Yeah, Lynette, you are very aware that of the few times you have seen Capella, like, when you've kind of, like, dipped into the galley, like, late at night to get some food, Capella is nearly always, like, passed out on a table, <laughs> like, surrounded by food and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and some beer. Such a glutton. Apart from like two, what two weeks ago when all the tables mysteriously vanished. Yeah, then I'm just passed <laughs> yeah. out on the floor across a chair. <laughs> so the five of you now make your way up to the bridge, and as you enter this uh, familiar, well, I guess this familiar place, uh, despite its familiarity, you are again caught by just kind of how wonderful any vessel of this nature is even one as kind of smelly and dirty as yours at the moment <laughs> and timbar uh is in front of you uh restored to full health oh, following his brush with poison and um yeah his tendrils and roots have kind of are spread across the entire bridge um controlling controlling the workings of the ship and the pool below the uh the wheel shimmers with uh light and above you uh, you can see it through the dome on top of a future legend you can see um 
the the, un, the wall of bubble universes ahead of you, and one in particular is uh, dead center to your kind of path. And as Simbar rotates his head to look at you all, Aaron One uh, puts down his mop, takes off his kind of uh, apron he was wearing, like his kind of like cleaning smock, uh, hangs it on a hook, picks up a completely different smock, which has like a, a kind of like admiral's badge. His on command it. smock. His command smock. And <laughs> he, he um, walks over to like a little crystalline table and um the only and, table uh, kind of stands st- yeah and yeah and he stands like defensively uh <laughs> next to it like uh, <laughs> like he's forever trying to position himself between you and the table capella <laughs> and uh timbar kind of rotates to look at you all and just goes okay okay um oh god it's even it's even worse in person <laughs> i don't know what i was hoping for look okay it's been a it's been a few weeks. Like you know, we we all need some downtime, and uh, you know, I'm certainly grateful for you all saving me on account of the uh, that old poison incident and uh, some maybe less than questionable. Well, no, definitely questionable. Some questionable business decisions I took, <laughs> um, but you are all a state. You are all an absolute state. And, you know, sympathy only goes so far. I think for the smell alone, <laughs> we have to get you out on a field mission. Um, besides, the table budget is is just bereft. <laughs> the, ta- the table budget is a, is a desert at the moment. Uh, Capella, I, I don't know what you're doing. Like, I, I made, after the football fiasco, you know, I, I just... Oh, you people. Necessary, you're, you're eating me out of house and home. Necessary training, sir. Necessary training. Okay, look. We know the drill. This is what we do when we're not, you know, being killed or try, <laughs> people trying to kill us, you know. We explore. And right now, you ain't done a lot of that. So, good news is, Aaron Wan and I have found a very juicy new universe, a kind of uncharted uh, nice and uh, hospitable. Our early scans show uh, the three of you. Oh, sorry, four of you. Ocus, good to have you on board. And Ocus gives like a little salute. Jason goes. He goes uh, oh, um, f- I'm five. Wait, how many? Four and how a half. many people are on this? <laughs> uh, four and a half. <laughs> um, and, uh, and 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 then he actually goes, Jason. I should know. I was counting you among that number and not Lynette. <laughs> we used to have Lynette. Now we have a walking pile of grease. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She just folds look, her hands. Oh. Look, this is simple. Same policy as ever. Go in, see what you can find, low profile, explore, find anything profitable, anything of use, barter, whatever, bring it back. Look, we've got to earn, people. We've got to earn. I don't, I'm not paying you to stand around and do nothing, okay? You're getting Are rusty. You paying us? <laughs> You're getting rusty. I'm going to choose to ignore that, Ratua. You're getting rusty. <laughs> you're getting smelly. You're getting cranky. You need to get out there and earn your keep. Any questions? Sounds good to me. Ratua, I'm choosing to interpret your stern silence as complete agreement. Oh, sorry. Ratua was distracted by the spider bot that's hanging off one of um, Timbar's leaves and he just kind of reaches up and 
yanks it free and puts it back in a pocket. Do you try this to do is that what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean. <laughs> You're driving me mad, the lot of you. What is Lynette. this? What's this world? Where are we going? Um, well, uh, in de- you know, uh, early scans indicate that uh, it is um, definitely breathable. So that's not going to be a problem. That's good. Um, uh, it seems it doesn't seem too nasty or toxic. That's probably not, um, okay. Yeah, I say the, <laughs> you know, definitely a good chance that you'll return safe and well. You know, all of you. You have a larger crew now. It spreads the probabilities around. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so get ready. Uh, Aaron one, and Aaron one uh, kind of uh, steps up, uh, and he goes, uh, "Yes, yes, Kimbai, yes, Kimbai." He goes, uh, uh, "Ready the uh, ready the piercing array. We're going in." And the ship, the future legend, makes a kind of creaking noise, and you feel. You feel this vibration going up through your limbs. And with a familiar flash of light and like a brief blurring of the senses, the future legend breaches the narrative barrier, descending through multiple dimensions into the physical constraints of an uncharted universe. You all pause in anticipation, waiting for the feeling, the certainty to tell you that this, of all the worlds you've visited, is the home you're searching for. But it doesn't come. For another day at least, the journey continues. Beneath you stretches a churning ocean surface as far as the eye can see. The sky above is thick and grey with clouds, while a roiling black mass gathers on the horizon. A storm is coming. The only landmark is what appears to be a ragged collection of buildings rising out of the waters a short distance away. Huh. I was just expecting beaches or, you know, a palm tree. I was hoping for a spa or something. Like, (laughs) Look, okay, I didn't want to say anything. I think you could all benefit from uh, a, a, a wash... Uh, I think uh, the air is getting a little thick down there. Look, it's, it's, by all accounts, simple people, low technology, go in, you know, try not to scare them. Just, you know, go chat, make yourselves friendly, see if they've got anything of use. We're packing some raincoats for you, but maybe maybe don't button them up, (laughs) you know, kind of let... um, let a bit of the moisture kind of circulate, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, sure. You go, okay, you got five minutes. Um, uh, ready yourselves. We're going down. Aaron one, ready for landing. Uh, and Capella. I think, I think this is the time. You're getting promoted <gasps> to honorary. Junior field team supervisor. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it, Timber. I'll take it. <laughs> so the rest of you, is, I'm not saying you have to listen to her, but I don't know, at least pretend. Right, five minutes, <laughs> get ready. 
Okay, so what do you all do as you ready to leave? Well, I think um, Ratua is going to go and uh, grab a couple of his mushroom potions that are probably sitting in his room. I doubt he lets them stay in the lab because, you know, other people might get to them. There. So, um, <laughs> oh, for so, yeah. sure. Um, so I think I need to roll something, don't I? Yes. Oh, cool. Roll some could, logic. Yes. Could you make mm. a logic check, please? Logic. Yes. I get a two with a misfortune or with a cost. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's okay in this regard. I'm going to say that uh, you get to take one dose of a potion with you. Okay. You can take a strength potion or a numb potion. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to take a numb potion. Okay, so I'd like you to make a note that you have that yeah. on your person. Uh, uh, so basically, and then sorry, just while I'm in my room as well, um, mm. I just I go through every pocket that I've got in my jacket until I find the judgy feather because it's always back in one of my pockets <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Uh, and then I'm going to go over to a little um, like sealed iron bound box in the corner of the room and unlock it with like four different locks and then put the feather inside it lock it back up again and then put the whole box back in another box that i also lock and I i'm just going to keep trying definitely think it's going to work this time yeah. <laughs> the um when you lock the feather in this box the box actually gets heavier when you try to kind of pick it up it, you can do it but it's a struggle when you put it in the second box I mean, that's why I have the second box. That's why you have the second box. <laughs> Lynette, what are you? How are you preparing? Um, so Lynette always has her tool belt with everything she needs on her already, so she doesn't need to go back and grab anything. She'll just find a mirror, and she will try and like just sort herself out of it. <laughs> she didn't really realize how greasy she was, so she's sort of going to like part her hair and make it into like a, some bunches. And yeah, just kind of like lick her hand and then try and like use that to wipe away some grease from her forehead. Like a cat, like a cat would do, yes. Um, and yeah, just try and make herself look somewhat presentable. <laughs> how does how does Jason feel about water? Um, he normally would absolutely hate it, but I think he's looking forward to the chance to get some of this grease off of him. <laughs> You've actually pushed him to breaking yeah. point, basically. <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, uh, Lynette, as you are kind of clipping things onto your belt, so you've got your ray gun, your wrench, uh, your your trap, mm -hmm. you know, your kind of um, your mechanical trap, uh, you clip a new device mm -hmm. to your belt, which is a kind of like a a flat metal square. Uh, about the size of like a coaster mm -hmm. with a slight domed glass uh, circle in the middle. And this is a new device you've been working on. This is your bubble shield generator. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that kind of, I guess, I guess kind of like clips neatly onto your Batman utility belt mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, just because oh, I can't remember. Do you, do you still have that ring, Lynette? Like the... The, hack, the, the, the cog ring. Oh, yeah. I guess, I guess you do. so, yeah. Oh, yes, I do, that. yeah. My techno ring. Don't forget. <laughs> uh, I won't. Yes, which uh, his, his, even as greasy as you are, like, still will not slide off your finger. <laughs> it is uh, it appears to be perpetually bound to you. 
Um, Capella, yes. what do you do in the few minutes you have I'm gonna to prepare? Quickly, quickly pop back to uh, my quarters and see what my lamp harvest's looking like, and see how many I can take with me. Uh, cool. That's a very good point. We've not really thought about how to do this, but I'm going to say you can take a uh, a spare with you okay. if you'd like. Okay, sure. Yeah, I was wondering if you wanted to do like a roll to see if I could. I don't know, but mm. I, I guess yeah, it complicates things a little bit, doesn't it? Let's just say I can take one. For the time being, we'll say that you've got your full complement of charges ready to go. Yeah, and you, uh, yeah, you can take an extra an extra lamp. They grow. With you. They grow quite slowly, so I imagine like. There's a couple of uh, sproutlings that may be ready in another week or so, but um, but yeah, okay, cool, awesome, okay. And I should say that any damage you sustained during your kind of sparring with Ocus uh, is is now healed. You don't need to worry about that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I put a plaster on and then head out. Okay. <laughs> so um, the three of you make your way to the kind of um i guess you, the door basically the side door yeah which is near the back of the ship and <laughs> um, that's the name for it it's like really technological <laughs> yeah you go to the side door. Of... <laughs> now i'm not a naval man so i can only assume that it's called a side door. <laughs> yeah, it is, and yeah. as the three of you are walking uh kind of like in slow motion down the central corridor uh you know you're kind of you're all maybe looking like a little smarter, but you know you're a little musty, a little kind of um, a little a little dirty. And Ocus steps out uh, into walking in sync with you, and he is now uh, he has his uh, his guns, so he has like a couple of holsters, and he has his weird um, the thing you saw back in the. Um, back in the casino he has this weird mantle is what he calls it it's like a a human head shaped device which sits atop his shoulders and right now it is just a a kind of blank metal face uh, with no features or anything and it's kind of strapped in place with a little harness so he has a roughly humanoid kind of figure to him does ocus wear any other clothes? Ocus has uh, a, a looser interpretation of clothing. Uh, he's basically wearing like uh, he's wearing trousers, uh, but they're cut to his like weird anatomy. And he's also wearing like sleeves, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. So his torso is naked, but he just to show like his weird alien eyes and everything. Uh, but yeah, he he's basically gone for like very. Not non-restrictive clothing, basically, so he can move as as quickly. So yoga as he pants. Needs to. Is it like a reverse Winnie the Pooh situation? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, he's 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 re- yeah yeah. Um, Everything Winnie the Pooh has uncovered, Ocus has covered. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, yeah. Um, Aaron One is waiting for you by the side door, and um, <laughs> capitals. Uh, he has a. Um, uh, he has a boat waiting for you. Oh. Uh, it's not. It's not a fancy boat. It's not. It's not a sci-fi boat or anything. It's just like a a, a weird double canoe, maybe a, a catamaran of some sort, a double kayak. Uh, it's not very big. Uh, it's just kind of wooden, rather unremarkable. Uh, but it's just something they had in storage, and he and he just kind of like goes ta-da, <laughs> and it, it's, it's, it's just a boat. Like, there's nothing, like, impressive or amazing about it. Did you it. make this, Aaron? 
Oh, no, no. I mean, admittedly, I have... Well, I don't, I don't have quite as much free time as I as I used to now on account of all the chores. Um, so my yes. my whittling my whittling days are behind me, but that's fine. I mean, we all have a we all have a role to play. But no, no, no. This is just something we had we had in storage. Um, we got uh, your coats already, uh, team. Here you go. And uh, he uh, they're more like um, ponchos. It gives each of you a uh, a hooded a hooded waterproof uh, poncho to wear. Uh, and uh, he he looks at you, Ritua, and says, um, uh, "Basic scans indicate that um, they are uh, humanic uh, in nature, the people of this this race. So, um, uh, with maybe um, maybe uh, you you would want to keep keep. I think uh, Ritua just stares at him. <laughs> keep your hood up. Right. You know, it's I no, it's fine. I I, I don't I can't comment on." on fashion, at least not until Wednesday afternoon when I, I will be doing the fashion repairs as part of my chores. Uh, but no, uh, okay, shall we? And he um, he presses a button and the side door opens and uh, you all kind of hold on as fresh air rushes in, which is quite a shock to the system. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or actually, I should say... Um, dank air rushes out like yes. uh like a cannonball you don't realize a positive pressure situation going on yeah here. we have the we have the priority here yeah yeah you all have <laughs> you all have a, a you feel like a very warm kind of tube of air like leaving it's like an air turd has just been it's like an air turd basically <laughs> in fact you actually see like a column of slightly denser air oh exit the ship and it falls like it actually falls like a turd which is quite which is quite you're sure you heard a splash um and as you uh, as you all hold on to kind of like uh, the railings uh, by the circular door uh you see the surface of the waters coming up towards you and um, the future legend is descending in like a great roar of um, of uh, uh, of engines and wind, and it's kicking up water. And Aaron Wan and Ocus push the boat out of the hole, and it fall it falls maybe like I don't know twenty feet and lands on the surface of of, of the water. Woo! And um, uh, they look at the hole, and uh, Ocus looks at you, you all, and goes, uh, "Well." Um, last one, last one ing's a loser, and he tucks into a ball and just pops out the hole and just disappears. So, um, who's but jumping? Ritual kind of reaches up for the controls to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> Capella Ritual like um, smacks, Capella smacks his hand, just like, no, no, you know, we have a mission. <laughs> uh, so who's who's jumping first? It's got to um, be uh, Capella, surely, being our leader. Yeah, Capella turns to the to the to the other two and just goes, um, so, team. As I'm sure I don't need to tell you, uh, we all need to have our backs, each other's backs, my back. It'd be good if you had my back, but I'll also have your back. If I, if, I think we're two are just reaches out and pushes. If I, <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> um uh, falls out. uh Nick, can Nick, can you make a change roll, please, with disadvantage? Okay, so I hit change and then I do a re-roll. There we go. Oh, that's gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> bad. Yes, that is definitely bad. So, uh, yeah, you, um, yeah, you're okay. You know, you you make it. You land in the boat, but you do land on your back, so oh. it's not graceful. Uh, I just turn to Ocus and is... just go. 
I will earn his respect. <laughs> um, um, Lynette and Ratua, uh, who's going next? I'll jump down. I'm yeah, gonna try and try and land on Capella as much as I can, or at least nearby. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, uh, Ratua, I'll make a change roll. Sure. For me, I'm bad at that. Oh, it's good oh, though. There you go. The one. Uh, yeah, you do it. Uh, incredibly, you are able to land in the boat. You do land on Capella, I should say. Uh, <laughs> and Lynette, um, where is Jason right now? Uh, he is on my shoulder. Uh, does he have a little raincoat on? Or... Oh, yeah, oh. he does. <laughs> of course he does. What a stupid question. Um as you as you ready to jump, Lynette, Aaron Wan is going to grab you by the arm, and he's going to say, um, uh, "Miss Miss Lynette, I I hope I can say this in confidence, and I hope you don't think any less of me for saying it. But um, I could you I I don't entirely trust Ocus. Oh, why? I I I just well, the th- the three of you are always just so." kind and welcoming to me and and, and, and obviously I, I consider you like my family like closer than family anyway like if anything I, I think we we share like a real blood bond which is incomparable with with anything else in the known extraverse wouldn't you agree uh, whilst you're having this conversation Ritu was like reaching up with his spear and trying to poke your ankle <laughs> it's like hurry up <laughs> oh, ow um Yes, yes, Aaron one. We'll get to the point. I've got to go. I just, I think I've noticed things going missing. And at times I, I think I've, I, I don't know. I, I think I've heard someone moving about the ship at night. I, I just, I don't know if he's entirely trustworthy. What, what's gone missing? I can't put my, just small things. I can't put my finger on it, but just please, please be careful and keep an eye on him. Okay, right. Well, me and Jason, we'll, we'll between the two of us, we'll keep an eye on him. Don't worry. And are you jumping? Or uh, yeah, you, or, or... I imagine I'm kind of like going to sit on the edge and like slip slash slide off uh, off the back. edge. But we're, I imagine, hopefully, depending on the role, uh, we're quite graceful in landing. Like, <laughs> let's find out. Okay, uh, make a change roll. Um, you land in the water. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, no. you miss the bo- <laughs> you miss the boat entirely, and you land into the. Uh, ch- but I should say the sea is, it's like it's active, but it's not outright. You know, you're not in the middle of like a squall or like uh-huh. a, a terrible so uh, storm, but but it's definitely choppy. Like the waves are kind of rising and falling a good a good while. Like you feel like definitely a storm is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Capella, uh, sorry, Lynette, you are soaked, uh-huh. but you're you're not in danger of drowning. You do kind of like pop up like next to the boat. Okay, yeah, I'll sort of like since, my, since I was already reaching out with my spear, I'll kind of poke it out towards you. Oh, Sharp end. I'll grab <laughs> yeah. it and like ride it back into the boat, and yeah, I'll look a bit soggy and miserable. Uh, me and Jason, both of us, but um, uh, well, I I guess I needed a wash. Well, that's There's true. Like a, there's like an oily, like a like a mini oil slick, like floating <laughs> next to the boat from where you landed, and um, yeah, and at, at that moment, a wave crashes over the boat, and all of you are now soaked. Like the coat, the coats do nothing. Basically, Ooh, great, refreshing. 
Um, so there is, uh, you are maybe, oh, I don't know, um, kind of not far from this village, which, and now you're up close and personal. You see that it is a village and I'm going to share something with you all, Ooh. which hopefully you can see. Yep. So you see now that from this, uh, this short distance away, there are a series of wooden huts kind of emerging from uh, the waters. Uh, they are rising up on stilts, maybe kind of 20, 10, 15, I don't know, maybe even 20 foot above the surface of the water. Very kind of, very ramshackle, very just kind of like made, just kind of piecing together whatever driftwood that could be found. And um, with a roar, the future legend uh, rises up and away from you and kind of heads into the upper the upper sky zone i should say yes. <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a meteorologist but it, it disappears uh, behind a cloud and uh yeah so there are a couple of oars in the boat and it's only a short distance to the village what are you thinking come on then team let's row to the village Tuar moves to like the front. He's like, I, I can, I've got the best eyes. I can see where we're going, and he just ins- like installs himself right at the front of the boat. Okay, he goes okay. that way. That's uh, uh, that's what I was going to suggest was your role. So uh, that's great. Um, I'll, I'll keep rhythm, and then she'll just start clapping and like singing a nonsense song. Ocus kind of shrugs and goes. Hey, I um, I have like um, and he's like flexing his limbs in like weird ways. He goes like, I've got this whole kind of thing going on. I need to keep like, I need to keep limber. You know, I don't want to sure, sure, sure. Don't want to stiffen up before you know anything that's uh, that's going down. Okay, you grab an oar. I'll grab an oar. Let's do this. You mean you mean okay? So go yeah. So the two of you uh kind of <laughs> fall into. Is it? Are you, are you in sync? Are you? Are you? Are you, um, imagine, how, are you how are you doing? Imagine following Lynette's lovely song yeah. and the fact that we need to basically go in a straight line. I guess we would be in sync, wouldn't we? <laughs> I guess. Okay. Uh, make. Uh, I'll tell you what. Actually, um, Lynette, could you make a soul roll Ooh, I like for it. me, please? I can certainly give it a go. Soul roll. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Um, well, uh, you do. You, you are doing a wonderful job <laughs> of keeping keeping time. Thanks. Uh, 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 and and actually, uh, Capella and Ocus do feel kind of. Um, you feel quite motivated. You feel quite in sync, and and you feel the two. You feel you you're, fall, you're falling into a rhythm. You know, and uh, and the boat starts kind of surging forward at a good pace towards the. Um, towards the village um the uh kicker i would say is that um uh, lynette uh you are actually inspiring them uh, maybe like a bit too much and um <laughs> that's what i do you are that's what I too do. inspiring <laughs> yeah you are actually getting kind of um bumped about a bit so uh yeah there there are like additional waves are kind of like slapping over the side of a boat and you are getting you're doing such a good job but you're getting more and more soaked with every (laughs) every kind of stroke i think at at every point capello is trying to like match up to ocus's like display of muscular (laughs) 
<laughs> proficiency. Uh, so the, if he increases his stroke, Capella increases her stroke, and it's just <laughs> getting way out of hand. And Lynette <laughs> wants this wetness to be over as soon as possible, so she's like, faster, 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 faster. <laughs> and, and it's quite hard to... to you're trying to say that, but you keep getting like mouthfuls of, like, of, of seawater. <laughs> and her rhythm hasn't quite been too um, consistent. So by the time you get there, I imagine she's like, faster, 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 faster. <laughs> she's got faster and faster. <laughs> uh, Rituar, um are you still at the front of the boat? I am. Uh, so you, uh, you see... Um, you see the this uh, kind of stilt village like rapidly approaching. In fact, actually quite rapidly approaching. <laughs> you're you're moving at a, a surprising uh, a surprising pace towards it, um, to the point where you're maybe wondering how you're going to stop uh, <laughs> when you. Uh, Is there? Do I see like an opening or a dock or uh, something obvious that's at like sea level? Uh, you can see a. Uh, there actually, there does appear to be one building which is lower than all the others. It's actually down at kind of um, sea level. Uh, okay. You get get down to it through like a from a sloping pathway, and there do appear to be like mini, I guess, kind of jetties, as you can see with your. Um, your enhanced eyes and maybe like some little kind of canoes like tied up next to it. So that seems to be like a good place to be aiming. Right. So what I'd like to do, because you said we're in like a catamaran, so two holes, like two yes. canoes tied together. I want to try and stick my spear in between the two cana- uh, the two canoes and almost use it as a rudder and try and turn us. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay nice. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you are now kind of like... Uh, yeah, definitely like moving in a in a in a in a terribly inevitable graceful arc uh, towards um, uh, towards uh, this lower house, um, and you think actually you've got quite a good handle on it. Like you think you might actually be able to bump up against one of these little jetties. Um, however, Ritua, just because you're kind of like you think you're you've got the perfect angle, uh, you're distracted momentarily, and you see a brief very brief flash of red light in the distance like uh it blink and it's gone and i don't think uh, anyone else would have noticed it it's only because of your eyes that you're able to spot it okay and as you as you have that moment you go like huh that's weird uh you lose focus for just a second and the uh your little boat uh careens into <laughs> uh, a jetty yes and um, I'd like everyone to make a change roll, please. Okay. That row. Bad. Oh, no, I only have one change dice, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, great, yeah. You, uh, you all uh, are flung out of the, uh, out of the boat uh, by the impact, and you land on this floating jetty. Uh, however, uh, Rituar, you, uh, you do land on the jetty, but your head goes into the water, like off the edge. Oh, so you do, you do just get like a face full of salt water momentarily. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you are now on this, uh, this floating jetty thing, which you realize is, is kind of bobbing and weaving with the water. And you realize that it's really just a, a buoyant 
plank which is kind of uh floating here and yeah you have successfully made it to the village and uh there is nobody to greet you hmm. uh in to front be honest, of given you, our past record that's probably good that is probably good yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are, is there any rope do we have rope in the catamaran uh you uh well you see that around you uh there's basically right on this um this lower platform which is at kind of sea level uh there is a single building um it doesn't really have much in the way of walls it's just got like um vertical uh, poles at the corners uh, a kind of ramshackle roof um a few planks and barrels kind of strapped down but around this platform are lots of these little jetties and there do appear to be canoes tied to other jetties and this whole bit because it's on the sea level is very fluid like everything it's not rigid it's moving with the water so everything is is bound by rope so yeah if you want to find some rope to tie up your boat that won't be a problem at all i think we should do let's that. do that mm-hmm. you are now uh, essentially alone on this floating platform there is no sign of life and actually now you're up close and personal with what you can see of of this little village uh, your immediate surroundings it appears utterly deserted and i think more than a little creepy now you're here like there's a definite ominous creaking of the wood that makes up this place um combined with the dark waters kind of like churning and the wind blowing it it's not exactly a warm welcome I'm guessing we can't. I think Ritual feels very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing we can't really hear any other sounds other than the creaking in the water. Like, there's no, there's no like voices far off or hustling and bustling, anything. No, no. Um, it is, yeah, it, it's, it feels just really deserted. Although, for all you know, there could be signs of life that you just can't hear because of because of the weather. But yeah, sure. it's not very, not very pleasant. Are there any lights? No, no sign of anything. Mm, okay. Is it is it daylight at the moment? Um you you get the impression that if it weren't for if it weren't for the heavy cloud cover, like a ceiling of cloud, it might be daylight, but yeah, it's just, it's quite gray. You just have okay. gray light everywhere. Mm, well, cool. I say we uh, um... I'm going to look for like a sack. A sack? <laughs> a a sack. sack. Yes, I'd like a sack, please. Okay, well, uh, yeah, as you uh, you can rummage, <laughs> you can rummage through uh, this this little kind of wooden hut thing. Um, I should say everything is kind of swaying at the moment, just because you're on the surface of the yeah. of, of the water. I'm used to things in the sky, so that's true. Shouldn't be too much of a problem. Yeah, no, Rusua apparently has amazing like sea legs. Isn't 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 doing too bad? Uh, but yeah, like I, I, there's you know there's just tons of like. You get the impression this might be some kind of boathouse, which is not a massive logical leap, but there's tons of just bits of wood and rope and sacking and barrels and little things you could, you know, whatever you're, okay, whatever cool. you're after, really. I'm just going to find like a, 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 a complete, like a, a sack with as few holes and bits missing from it as possible. Um, and I'm just going to like drape it over my arm. Okay. Take that with uh, me. It is full of crabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, in that case, I'm just going to tie the top up, put it to one side. We'll take that back with us, and I'll grab another sack. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. this this one is full of a different type of crab. 
Hey, I feel like we've done our job. Yeah, let's go. Let's just just load up the boat. Let's chuck those in the catamaran, I think. Let's get some crabs back to. uh, Don't put them in the boat yet, just in case the boat like floats away. Whatever, if we leave them out, Uh, then someone else will take our crabs. Let's put them in the boat. (laughs) It's our our stock. It's our crabs. It's our crabs. They are all. We're we're crab traders now. We're crab traders now. This is our life now. (laughs) The crabs are all. Dead, I should uh, say. Like they're not. Oh, um, they're probably not good. Not to fresh. Either. Well, no. You get the impression uh, that there's maybe like salt. They've been salted or something like that. Oh, like yeah. there, there's. I'm saying you don't have to worry about being bitten. Is what I'm saying. Sure. They're just or pinched. Just crabs. Or pinched. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably better actually. Okay, so I'm going to keep going through the, the sacks of crabs until I find an empty sack, which I'm then just going to fill up with anything I find because crabs. apparently that's, <laughs> yeah, that's just what I'm here for. <laughs> My first empty sack. And I'm going to fill it with crabs. <laughs> Yeah, if you'd like, you could take a you could take a sack of salted crabs and just kind of empty it into the water if you wanted, and just have. I'm like going to empty, empty it into a different bag of salted crabs and then keep the first bag. Yeah, we okay. don't want to okay. lose any uh, crabs. Rixua gains a slightly salty crabby bag. So <laughs> smells crab. good work. You solved my maze. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go back to the future legend. <laughs> um, huh? Okay. Well, should we do a bit of a an explore around the village? Yeah. I mean, well, just a little bit. We're here to we're here to find items to trade. It, the, it, there's nobody here, then all the items are available for trade, right? So I guess. Let's just go find. I'm things. pretty sure that's how the law works. Um, <laughs> do we need to like? Okay, I'm gonna say it. I think we need a story, like who we are. So it's it's simple. We're traders. We're here mm-hmm. looking for. But we don't have anything crabs. to trade. Knowledge. We have these crabs. Knowledge. <laughs> we could take. We already have these crabs. We can trade these we crabs. We could take for their own crabs and crabs. trade them with them. I Let's suppose. just go make like make friends. Let's just go find people and make friends with them. You know what, actually, Lilette? I like that. I like that as a as a mission. Let's go make friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we could trade in friends. We could bring them on board and then. Take them somewhere. S- swap them for <laughs> other people on board? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. Let's just make friends. Okay, let's uh, let's go check it out. Um, Ocus has, uh, is standing by the, um, I guess the only exit from this kind of little floating boathouse, um, unless you count just jumping in the ocean, which I guess is always an option. But <laughs> I um, don't count that. <laughs> there is a um like a like a raised sloping gangplank kind of leading up to like literally going upwards at an angle to the main village. It's got kind of um railings on the side uh and uh someone person. has like kind of bolted uh, little planks of wood kind of like steps onto it. So yeah, it's a little rickety, but uh he goes um hey, um I think I found the only way the only way in. Looks good. Let's do it. Yeah, looks stable. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I are you are you you're climbing? You're making your way up. I think so. Yeah, Capella mm-hmm. will go yep, with yep. Ocus at the front. I think. Yeah, I'll follow along. Okay, so uh, Lynette, are you bringing up the rear then? Yes, she was the most unstable on her feet because she doesn't like that it's all moving with the waves. So she's a little bit slow. You're gonna be sick. Maybe. Cool. um so yeah you uh you make your way up this kind of um uh climbing your way up this gangplank and 
as you rise above the surface of the water into the village proper, you um, you get a better look kind of back behind you of the storm on the horizon. And you see it is just a wall of ugly black clouds. And there's a really kind of unsettling wind blowing towards you. So yeah, it's, the sea in that direction is kind of flicked with white at the top of the wave. So it's definitely getting choppy. And, uh, can um, I use my scanner to measure the wind speed? Uh, yes, I will give you a figure which probably sounds like a real thing. Uh, <laughs> what like I'm trying to do is guess how, whether that storm is blowing towards us and how long we've got, basically. Oh, it's blowing towards you. It's 100% blowing towards you. And uh, yeah, Ritu are given that you come from a very windy place, and I don't just mean the future legend, <laughs> uh, you you reckon that that storm will be upon you in a matter of hours. Cool. I guess I will tell at least Capella that and <laughs> assume that she will divulge information as is appropriate to anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> well, two hours just told me that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You have to leave a, a memo or something. Uh, yeah. Find the notice board I left my memo writing machine back on the ship. So. No! <laughs> so as you uh, climb the gangplank, you arrive in, well, I guess the village proper. Um, it's an odd collection. Everything is made of random planks. Uh, it, it's very kind of patchwork, but... There are maybe five smaller houses arranged in a crude circle around a, well, um, call it a hole or whatever. But the the platform you're on, this raised platform that supports the village, it's kind of in a ring shape. Ah, so okay. there's a hole in the middle which goes down to the water, maybe like 15, 20 foot below. So you've got these five kind of smaller houses and one larger building, which definitely stands out because it's taller than all the others and it's roughly circular, which is definitely quite unusual. Um, and I guess what's kind of still a little unsettling is that there is no sign of anyone. It is just deserted. This is the best mission we've ever been on. <laughs> it certainly might make things I bet a bit the best easier. Good stuff's in there. Maybe the, the maybe the crabs are the inhabitants. Why were they dead and salted and living in bags? Maybe that's what they do with their dead. Right. Maybe we've desecrated a burial chamber. <laughs> a delicious burial oh, chamber. Again, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I had a penny for every time, uh, we should call ourselves the Desecrators. That's our yeah, team name. That's good. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's going to be anyone around, it's going to be in that big building, right? Yeah, yeah. These are very big buildings for crabs. Yes, maybe but they might they be just, large. Maybe they shrink. Maybe they're they grand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when they're salted. It, <laughs> yeah, they sort <laughs> they of just dehydrate down to tiny, but they're actually massive crabs. If that's true, I, I'm worried now. I'm worried. <laughs> Um, big building yeah big building shall we uh let's go knock on the door okay okay so as you head towards um this big building i should say the ground is a bit more stable beneath you now because it's supported by stilts but there's still that kind of constant creaking of the wood 
And as you walk towards the big roundhouse, you have to pass a little closer to the central ring, if you will, that drops down to the water below. So there's definitely a railing. So, there's, you know, it's not like you're going to just randomly fall in. But um, yeah, it is disconcerting because you can see the water kind of chopping beneath you. <laughs> and yeah, the you come to this big round building and there is what definitely appears to be a door um, but it is shucks. It's a lot thicker. It appears to be sturdier than the other buildings. And um, yeah, it appears to be like batted up tight, like, you know, no sign of life and completely locked down. So the, the door appears to be locked, like we can't. Yes. Um, uh, Capella will give it a knock <laughs> on the door. You hear a kind of scrabbling noise from inside. <gasps> Crabs. <laughs> Looks like there may be someone here after all. What are the walls made of for this place? Wood. Everything's made of wood. Are there windows or portholes? or? Um, there appear to be... You could imagine they might be like hatches that might serve as windows, but they're all shut. So things, have, you know, uh, wooden doors have been pulled across them and kind of barred. Okay. Lynette's going to go, Hello! Uh, you hear, you think you hear kind of like people trying desperately to talk but not be heard behind ah. the door. Hello, it's your friendly traveling salesman. We're here to trade. We come in peace. I say uh, very a, angrily. <laughs> uh, a, uh, a booming voice kind of cries out from somewhere. You can't quite work out where it's coming from, but it just goes. Who who goes there? Oh, I just said, silly Billy. <laughs> we're your, we're we're a friendly travelling salesman. A sale salesman? What 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 are you talking about? Who are you? Well, I'm Lynette. This is Jason, and we've also got Ratua and Capella and Ocus. Uh, and he goes, and you hear this voice go, but. You, you named four. I only see three of you. Oh, Jason's my little cat. Well, actually, you look around oh. and you realise that there, there are only three <gasps> of you. Um, Ocus has vanished. Oh. Oh. Ocus must have gone back to the boat. Uh, Capella's just like, Ocus, buddy. Or he fell in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is, there is no, there is no... Yeah, there's no sign of him. There's no and there's no response. Oh. And this voice, which appears to be coming from like everywhere and nowhere, goes, "You, you are, you're outsiders." Yeah, we've come, we've come from afar. Yeah. You wait. Did you, did you wait? Did you, did you, did you sail here? Did, where, where did you come from? Did you come from out of the outer places? Yeah, we came on a ship and then we got on a boat. I. How long have you travelled? What? Tell us about your village. Have you have you been beset as well? Well, in terms of time, like time is such a relative concept. Beset uh, by what? You, you don't know. Is it crabs? No, <laughs> thankfully, no. the The crab, the crab harvest is our is our solitary comfort in these dark times. We'd be without those crabs, we'd be lost. Oh. Well, oh, good that's... news. We've brought you extra crabs. You brought you brought crabs. We brought you crabs. 
truly. <laughs> I, 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 I apologize. I, in these dark times, uh, a kind, a kind word and a, a gift is, 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 is rare. Forgive me. Hang on, hang on. And uh, you hear kind of like wooden, wooden planks being like an alarming number of wooden planks <laughs> being like moved aside. And uh, and then the door kind of is it opens, opens inwards, and um, a man stands in front of you, uh, a kind of tall fellow with a with a big beard, and he's dressed. Uh, simply in kind of um, just kind of like rags, I guess uh, they don't really have much need for high tailoring. Uh, and uh, he's holding a spear, uh, which he is not pointing at you, but I think he wants you to know that it's kind of like there mm-hmm. and kind of just like near. <laughs> and um, and there is a warm greenish light coming from inside the the hall. Cool. Ah, I think um, whilst uh, Lynette and Capella have been negotiating with the door, um, Rituar probably got the rogue spider bot that he plucked off uh, Timbar out of his pocket and is like put it down on the on the bay and sort of sent it off to try and find Ocus. <laughs> <laughs> How effective is that going to be? <laughs> are you getting are, are you are you getting like a, a live feed onto your scanner or something from this this thing? I mean. Uh, to be honest, he hasn't probably thought it through, but yes, it's, uh, <laughs> there's probably a low res stream coming back onto the sky, like a baby monitor via the future legend. Like, <laughs> uh, so um, this this man uh, observes. Uh, I think his his gaze initially goes to Capella and Lynette because uh, you are you, you know Capella, you were knocking on the door, and Lynette, you were doing the talking, mm-hmm. and. Um, he he kind of looks at you and sees this big shape of Rituar behind you and uh, instantly kind of like his eyes go wide and he, he grabs his spear and um, he jabs it towards the three of you and goes, my God, the, the devils, what, what is whoa, whoa, whoa. you? What, what is that thing? Easy. What is that I think, thing? I think Rituar just kind of maybe reaches out to the spear and like sort of taps it a bit and it's like, ah, yeah, ah, that's... <laughs> All right, work. Look, look mine. <laughs> and then he points his spear back. <laughs> he goes, you, you, you talk. You, you're not, no, I, no, I see now. You're not, you're not one of, you're not one of them. You're not one of the, the creatures. I, forgive me, um, forgive me. Come in, come in, quick. Get out of this devilish weather. And uh, he, he beckons you in. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll go in. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And as you enter this roundhouse, uh, the door is shut behind you and uh, you see uh, a woman and uh, uh, a kind of young girl uh, run forward and they start barring the door and putting um, putting as many kind of defences against it as they can. And uh, you are standing in, well, pretty much as you expect, like a large kind of circular room. Uh, and it is... I guess some kind of like meeting room or assembly hall. Uh, it's mostly empty. There's maybe like a few kind of stools around the edge where people could sit. But right now, the only inhabitants are the three people you've seen and a tiny, uh, a, 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 a smallish teenage boy who is currently standing in the middle of the hall and he is pointing a catapult at the three of you and look, trying to look very brave. Um <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I uh, guess we should watch out for this young man. 
uh, and uh, he he puffs up his chest and goes, "Who are you? Where have you come from?" We've just gone through all of that. Do we really need to do it again? <laughs> let's just and ask this dude. Let's just leave it as really far away for now. Let's just let's just call it that. And uh, the the big bearded man comes forward and he goes, uh, "Malga, please put it put it down. You would you take your own eye out anyway. You don't know what you're doing with it." Um, and uh, he uh, he looks at you and uh, bows slightly and goes, "Apologies, my my name is my name is Barrow. I am the leader." Of this village, um, you join us at a well, a dark, a dark time for us. Tell so, us more about. Yes, yeah. well, it would help if you opened the windows. I don't, no, no, I know. There's like a like a wave of fear that goes through uh, this family unit, and uh, everyone goes, oh, and he goes, no, 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 we're not, no, no, we're not opening the windows. We're not opening the windows at all. Like you don't know, you don't know what's out there. Is it just you? in this room is there anyone else in the village there are there are there are a good number of us i there there are uh, 210 of us well no 210 less one after after what happened but why uh, aren't you all in here together well the there has been a breakdown shall we say in trust in the village. I can't say I blame them. My my leadership has not been astounding lately, and they have each chosen to face the darkness on their own. It is a great concern, particularly with what's coming. Oh dear. That sounds Capella. like a, a right pickle. Capella just sort of nods and just goes, leadership is a, a big responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ritual gets his... Um, gets his scanner out and turns on the little torch at the top. And he's just like, see, not, not darkness is easy. Well, the interesting thing is that there is a light in here and the villagers um, before you have encountered, they, uh, they gasp as this little light comes on your device. And um, it's pale in comparison to the only other light source in, in, the, in, in the room, which is a... Uh, an odd kind of like barrel-shaped vat, for lack of a better word, of a liquid which is kind of bubbling huh. and is glow is glowing a luminescent green. It's not a great light, but it's the only light source they appear to have. Mm. And uh, yeah, your light is smaller, but it's a much better light. And they kind of go <gasps> gasp and they go. And uh, the Barrow is particularly fascinated by it, and he goes. Is that my my life? Is that you have? Is that eel tallow you have burning in there? I've never seen a a brazier so small. Oh no no, it's easy. You have you see, there's a little thin piece of wire, and then you force a current through it, and it heats up, and then it glows. Very uh, easy. Current. Yeah. Of water. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so um... uh, so I think the two R is going to go over to the glowy bubbly vat. Mm. Taking his scanner with him, I think. <laughs> uh, sh sure, yeah. As you, uh, well, tell you what, make me a logic check. Sure. And you can have advantage on that, so you can reroll. Reroll. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, you. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. You, um, you determine that this is an odd kind of mix of 
um, kind of biological matter. Uh, it appears fatty. You think it might be um, a kind of animal fat, but it does appear to be luminescent all of its own and it's giving off a very mild heat and it's just kind of bubbling and gently and uh yeah it appears to be set like up a, a vat of algae or does it look like it's from one animal is it not <laughs> no it's you think it's less a soup and it's more uh it's a product of an animal you think uh this may have been been harvested from from some some creature oh oh barrow barrow tell me tell me what this comes from this is fascinating. Do you have giant luminescent jellyfish around here? Uh, no, no, no. I, and he, he seems to find that really funny and kind of like uh, elbows you a bit. and goes, oh, you are quite the joker. I mean, we all know, we all know jelly. Step slightly further away from him. <laughs> he goes, uh, no, we all know, um, we all know the days of the jellyfish are, are long, long behind us. No, we are, we are a simple people. We, uh, we fish, we, 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 we farm kelp and we, uh, we uh, we keep we keep eels for their you know of course their tallow which brings us light in 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 the darkness. Eel oil, it's eel oil. That's yes. really hard to say. Eel. Can we not call it something eel else? Eel oil. Well, we call it uh, we call it the tallow. We call it eel tallow, which tallow. is also okay. a little little difficult off the tongue, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> so Barrow, that storm on the horizon, that's looking a bit scary, right? Yes, because. Uh, no, I, I apologise. I should, I should say, uh, we, the village is, has many problems right now. Not least of which is the coming storm, which uh, I, I fear perhaps more than our more immediate problems. But uh, we have, we're, we're simple people. We, we, you know, we, we live a simple life. And um, but recently, something has been attacking the village. Uh, it seems to come with the storms. It uh, at first we we thought we were imagining it, uh, just a, a shape kind of in the water. Um, it would follow us on our on our boats, and uh, you know we'd we'd maybe catch glimpses of it at night. But it we I it's my fault. I I chose not to believe some of the more superstitious members of my community and. It attacked, and but two days ago it claimed the life of one of our most skilled fishers. Uh, her name was Aria, and um, she was taken into the waters. Wow. Okay. And and now it's, we've nobody nobody trusts me anymore. Nobody nobody responds to my leadership. I. I foolishly thought we were safe and I, I let them down. I, I let her down and and just when I need them to listen to me because they, we, storms are one thing. We can survive storms, but that, and he gestures in the general direction of where the storm is coming, goes, I think that is the swell. I think that is a once-in-a-lifetime storm that my father spoke of when he was young. And if that, could destroy the village that could wipe us all off the, off our one little platform our one little life life raft here in this in this desolate desolate ocean and i i tried to get them to listen to me this is why we have the roundhouse this is what it is our sturdiest building if we could get everyone to take refuge in here we we'd be 
we, we'd be safe. We could survive the swell, but it, everyone is too scared. Everyone is too blinded by fear to, to, to see reason. It, it's, uh, I, I can't do anything. It's dire. Huh. I think the two are probably just gets up and goes to the door. <laughs> just like, okay, this sounds like a wonderful thing that's going on here. Um, these guys have got enough to deal with. Should we just, should we just head? And he goes, for God's sake, don't, don't open that door. Like I, I may not be superstitious, but I know what I saw. That thing is, that thing is real. It's out there. Yeah, but it's not going to turn up for another couple of hours when the storm does. So we've got plenty of time to get out of here. It's, I don't think you're listening. I don't think you're paying attention. That, doubtless you are brave warriors and, and voyagers to have come this far uh, from, I mean, I have not seen another village in some 10 years. Like you must have traveled a great distance, but that thing is, is not, it is of no creature I've never, I've ever seen in my life. It is ferocious. It's terrifying. I, I fear for my, for, for, for my people. Um, but it's not here right now. It could be. It's, yeah, it's, it's been coming every, every infrequent periods. I, I don't think it's ever far. It, and look, look, you saw for yourself the the swell might not be upon us, but the storm is is brewing. This is the weather it, it favors. The the ocean is turning dark and churning. I, I feel it it could be it could be near us at any point. Lynette's gonna grab him by the shoulders and go, Barrow, you've gotta get a hold of yourself. What was the plan? Just to hole up here and wait till you die? You've gotta do something. This thing out there isn't gonna take care of itself. Got to take offensive action. Um, could you make a soul roll for me? Sure. Yeah. Oh, oh look at life. Uh, you basically you soul bond with him. Like you basically <laughs> you you roll so well that you uh yeah you just um you, you your words kind of just cut right through him, and uh, even though you are quite small compared to him. Uh, you, you just—it's like a slap to the face, and he, he's like, uh, "No, you're, you're, oh, you're a tiny person. Your, your, your words shame me. You're right. Um, if I just—we need to convince everyone. We need to convince people to take refuge in the in the in the roundhouse. We need to persuade them to—they don't have to trust me, but they have to believe in their own safety and 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 come here where we where they'll be safe from the, the coming waters." I think with two art, that just kind of goes, oh, fine. And then he, he picks up his sack and shakes it out <laughs> and just, again, heads for the door. It's like, I'll be back in a bit. What? If, yeah, what if we just tell them that there's like free free salty crab at the roundhouse? Come get your free salty crab. It's 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 like my, well, indeed, indeed. And he's kind of stroking his chin. He goes, and my people have often said that a, a salted crab, wise to grab. <laughs> That's that's what we say. Um, yes, yes, maybe. Your culture astounds me. <laughs> Listen, uh, like, Barrow. Um, if even if yeah. you can get everyone into this roundhouse and you can weather that storm, that beast isn't going away. I, in, indeed, I, I, I mean, you're not wrong. But if 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 the waters come, if a swell comes, and and. You know, right now we can we can hide, we can we can take shelter. But if a swell comes and there's more water than safety, I I fear our problems with the creature will 
be resolved in a rather terminal fashion. So the creature's in the water, yes? Yeah, and it emerges the from the water. Right. Okay. How about because this then? How about we help you get everyone inside? Get everyone into this roundhouse. And then uh, we see what we can do about this creature. And then maybe after all of that's gone down, we can talk about how you could help us. We sit down over a hot crab. We we can sit down over a hot salted crab. Yeah, yeah. But also we might and need something to take on our journey, you see. We're, we're, we're traveling merchants. We're always looking for things we can sell. If we can help you, maybe you can help us. I see. And what did you what did you bring with you? I mean, to have traveled so far, you must have brought great, great treasures with you. You would think well, that, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like this time we've brought our services of protection. That is true. And we, I, I would be wrong of me to your, your words, your words speak true to me. I feel, I feel you could help us if you could do this thing, if we could get everyone safely back to the roundhouse, uh, if we could convince everyone to come take shelter, uh, yes, I feel we could survive the night and then, then we could face our next, our next hurdle together. Um, you'll, if you are up for this task, you'll need to, you'll need to visit the kelp farm to the south and you'll need to also go to the eel pens to the north. Uh, my brother, Toma, he, uh, well, and my, my good for nothing father, Tamu, they, uh, they reside up there and they, I am, they are not the biggest believers in me, but, um. Why don't you come with us? If you show them that you're braving it with us, I'm sure you'll win their respect. Uh, I should say that as he is describing the village to you, ah, a map. I'm just going to share a oh, map with you. That's nice. So you are now getting a better sense of the layout of uh, of the village. Right now, you are in the center. Yeah, uh, you can see the roundhouse, which is also the meeting hall, mm -hmm. and the boathouse where you came in on. And um, awesome. At that moment you hear a scream in the distance and a look of fear kind of um washes over all of the people in this in this uh, in this building and the the woman who up until now has remained silent she goes no that's that's lua that's that's lua's voice she's she's in danger we have to save her um let's run out yeah all right guys let's do this uh, uh, so um, I think we two are was probably already tearing planks off the floor. <laughs> probably, probably with someone trying to stop him, but that's not not really working. Uh, yeah, you have like a, a teenage boy kind of like hanging off one of your arms, <laughs> and like, uh, like like weightless, trying to stop you ripping ripping planks off. And um, Barrow uh, starts to help you, and with the door flung open, he he races out uh, into the village and. As he is now taking you to, you'll see on the map that there is a little platform just north of the boathouse. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kind of jutting out on its own. And as he's racing towards that, uh, he, he's talking. He says, uh, Lua, that's, um, she's, she's, uh, she's all, she, she lives alone. She's, um, she's one of our elders. She's, she's, she's lived a great many years and, you know, she, she's 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 everything to the community she 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 keeps the village alive and oh gosh she's if she's in danger and you know he's and you and you left her out on a little stick in the sea 
she's an old woman who lives on a stick in the sea. Do you think she'd listen to me? <laughs> I like this woman already. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, you, the screaming is getting louder now and it appears to be coming from the larger hut on this little platform, mm-hmm. Alks on its own. Cool, I kick down the door. Okay, Ritu, I just you kicks <laughs> down the door and... <laughs> it's damp out here. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, um, you the interior of this uh, hut is uh, it's quite dark. The only lighting is coming from another flickering kind of chamber of, of tallow, which is just kind of glowing in the corner. And there is an old woman uh, dressed in similar kind of like loose, loose fitting fabric um, sprawled on the floor and you briefly see Ritua in the dim light. You see a, a, a shape kind of standing over her. Oh. This tall, this tall thing, maybe like seven or eight foot tall. I bet, I guess, about the same size as you, Ritua. Oh, and nice. um, as it sees you, uh, it turns with a, a kind of surprising speed and leaps out of a hole in the wall, which um, which you imagine was not part of the original design of this building. And uh, this woman uh, pauses in her screaming, turns to look at you, Ritua, and starts screaming again. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite used to that. <laughs> um, Capella's going to run through the hole and try and see where it where it went, where it's going. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, as you uh, chase after it, uh, you uh, it is gone. Like, you're now standing on this kind of... Um, the exterior uh, of this house and... Yeah, there's not a massive amount of space out here. There's, um, uh, you know, just kind of like a platform and a railing and then the, the, the sea. And it appears it, even more choppy than when you were out earlier. <sighs> Got away. I'm going to run over and, to the old lady. Yeah, I'm not going to even try to approach the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barrow, Barrow is there as, as well. And uh, he goes, uh, he's like, uh, Lua, Lua, are you okay? And well, I, you... You you have to you see what I I said you have to come take shelter and she's kind of screaming and she and and uh, but um, she she's she's not panicked she's trying to make herself known and she goes like no you she's like you don't understand it's it's not gone it's still here this is how it this is how it attacks you have to be careful what do you mean what do you mean this is how it attacks uh, and at that moment a shape leaps out of the water. Uh, Capella, and uh, it barrels into the back of you. Oh, and you are, um, uh, yeah, you are kind of knocked off your feet, and you sprawl across the uh, the, the damp wood. And uh, I'm going to say that you take one damage. Okay, yikes. Uh, and everyone else in the hut, you can see through the hole in the wall. You can see this shape again. This big hulking shape which is kind of standing over capella and um it's in the flickering light it's hard to get a clear look at it but it is big and you can make out the sense of powerful limbs and kind of really sharp sharp clawed hands um cool i'm gonna stab it <laughs> <laughs> that is Ritua's answer to everything okay uh Ritua, uh yeah you you charge towards this thing make uh, make an attack Ooh, 
So that is a three with one cost. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. So you. Um, so yeah. So that is. Uh, how much damage do you do with your spear for a higher than a? Uh, sorry. What was three again? Okay. Good or amazing? Uh, amazing. Uh, four. Four damage. Oh my life. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you uh, spear this thing right in its chest, and it screams in pain, and uh, the catch. However, is that you are now very close to this thing and it smells like, well, it smells horrendous. It smells like bilge water. It smells like rotting. Well, we all smell pretty bad as well. <laughs> I'm not going to judge. Uh, it smells like rotting fish and it is now very up close and personal with you two are and it slashes at you. So, okay. pardon me. Uh, it attacks you. Uh, and you take two damage as it uh, rakes its claws across you. Um, I'd like to use guard if I can. Oh, I'm sorry, Capella. I think because you are uh, sprawled on the floor, floor. floor. I won't let you do that in this instance. Um, I would like to... But I am kind of standing above you, I guess, at the moment, Capella. Yeah, sort of over me, yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, I'm with uh, Barrow and... uh, What was the late... Lua. Uh, Lua, Um, yeah. I'd like to use my laser bubble. Ooh, very nice, yes. My laser bubble. So I'd like to... I, I unclip... The uh, the disc from my from my belt around my hip, and I uh, press a button on it, and I launch it to the floor, sort of slap it down on the ground, and as I do that, it sort of grows uh, as light and forms a, a hard light shield uh, around us, the three of us, well, the four of us, including Jason. So uh, basically, uh, this bubble has health of its own. Yeah. And anything wanting to come in has to do damage to it, but you can leave effortlessly mm-hmm. if you if you want to, basically. Uh, cool. Very nicely done. Yeah. Uh, so Capella, <clears throat> you can now pick yourself up onto your feet. Okay, and with that, she will summon a sword of light in front of her. Very nice. Which sort of starts at the handle, where uh, sort of she makes a fist and a handle appears, and then the blade sort of grows out of that kind of lightsaber-esque, very, very quick. Almost like pieces are assembling from beyond and they're sort of rushing together to form the blade out of gold light. And as uh, the light of um, your wish construct kind of illuminates uh, the area, you get a clear look at this creature, um, which uh, picture and visual aids notwithstanding (laughs) does have legs is kind of uh, is is it's vaguely humanoid um this kind of um fierce looking fish man whose face is just a a maw of razor sharp teeth and beady inhuman eyes so uh yeah pretty terrifying yikes um Looks fine to me. He's got the right colour skin. It's all good. A little bit taken aback, but then immediately just doubles down and uh, swings a sword for his face. Sure, make an attack. Okey-dokey. For anyone listening, and... it reminds me of like uh, the mermaid in Cabin in the Woods. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah. That is a one, uh, but I get you advantage. Do, you do have a adv- yes, yeah. you do have advantage on combat. Oh, there we go. So that makes it a two. Okay, that is uh, good. That is uh, a good attack. Yes. How much damage? Uh, good attack is two damage. Nice. Uh, so yeah, you um, you slash at this creature and uh, 
uh, yeah, kind of just rake kind of uh, golden energy across its uh, skin and it roars again. And it uh, swings its claws towards you, Capella. Oh, no. And wow, yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> God. Uh, it, um, it does three damage to you, Capella. Wow. And in fact, it hits you with such force that you are actually knocked backwards over the railing and down into the water oh, below. Skadoosh. <laughs> Rixua. Yeah. Is he still kind of like pinned on my spear or did I sort of stab at him and let go? No. The, the spear has uh, freed itself from its okay. soft flesh after it, after it slashed you. Because... He he hurt me, and that's really annoying. Um, and I think you know, just Ritual's on a very short like leash at the moment. Like it's not the, the world in general is very irritating. Now we're in a damp place with screaming people who don't like what he looks like, and there's a thing hurting him. So um, I'm going to activate my new power, Berserker, <gasps> <laughs> which gives me plus two as long as I'm focused on this one target. Nice. Yes. So I'm just going to go ham with my spear at this thing yes. and try to turn it into sushi. All right. So what is your what is your power now? Uh, that would make my power a five. Whoa. So uh, yeah, you may have to use the uh, re-roll function to kind of add extra things to it. Or can I not just change how many dice I roll? That would probably work better as well. Let's try that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's oh, super what? unlucky. I can't you believe that. Was- <laughs> Five zeros. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you uh, you go berserk, uh, Rutua. So your four eyes burn a deeper red, and uh, I imagine do you do you let out a, a battle cry or something? Do you? Oh, it's probably just like some sort of wordless angry roar. It's just the, all the frustration in the world coming out all at once. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you make this mighty uh, attack towards the creature, which uh, it it's dodges effortlessly and uh you kind of careen past it mm-hmm. uh lynette uh you see uh this well you've seen uh one of your teammates go over the edge you've seen uh Rituar just charge past this creature mm-hmm. screaming uh the the creature turns its attention towards you what do you do okay i think i'm probably gonna stay in the bubble <laughs> Seems wise. Combat is not my strongest. Um, But what I'll do is I will start yelling out for Ocus. I don't know how well sound escapes the bubble. Uh, Hopefully, some. But yeah. Oh, yes. No, you're fine. She'll start sort of just shouting, Ocus, where are you? We need you. Uh, And uh, Barrow, who looks absolutely terrified, is like, uh, Is that the name of your deity? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, he he is somewhat. otherworldly i guess <laughs> but no there is no there is no sign of ocus oh damn it where is he you can you can still take an action if you'd like um yes i'm going to start laying a trap just in case it breaks through this bubble i'm going to uh it will meet with a trap if it does cool yeah uh, i i'm going to say I, I kind of imagine if you wanted you could throw the trap or kind of like deploy oh like that's a, true yeah deplo- through the bubble deploy it at a, yeah yeah i'll do that then yeah i didn't think of that yeah i'll I'll sort of make it and then i will um skid it across the floor uh a couple of meters or so uh in its direction sure uh capella you have 
splash down hard into the water. Yeah. And uh, you have a brief moment of calm while you are under the surface of these black waters. Mm. Yep. And then I will... uh, Her eyes glow bright gold. And she just says to herself, come on, I've got to do better this time. And her whole body glows gold. And she rises up out of the water straight up like a rocket. And she's like this avatar of gold light that comes up past uh, the, uh, the railing and appears and stops sort of hovering in the air just in front of where she'd been thrown off and uh, with sword raised above her head. I would say that um, when you use your levitation, it's like a... It doesn't have a massive amount of finesse to it, but it, it's definitely just pushing you upwards in like a negative gravity sort of sense. Yeah, so, she's sort of unsteady in the air, kind of like when Iron Man's first learning to fly, kind of like his hands are sort of out to stabilise kind of thing, or kind of like control when she uses flight in that. Mm. Oh, Yeah. And I think um, you will need to kind of like grab the railing if you want to kind of like come back, come back on. Yes. Yeah. To, yeah. Sort of like a, an effort, a Spider-Man-esque landing on the railing, but probably a bit shakier than that. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. So um, I'll tell you what, make me a change roll. I can do that. It's a two. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say that you are able to get back onto the platform and you can take an action brilliant uh and with that she sort of rushes forward and goes for another strike with a sword uh yeah the creature is focusing on uh lynette at the moment so it's not actually looking at you so you're kind of coming in from the side uh yep. make me a power attack Lookie. and i might do a re-roll oh okay fair enough okay i would have re-rolled uh, yes. the red one for, for the record but i got another red so <laughs> Uh, no, that's fine. So uh, yes, you. Uh, how do you? How much damage do you do on a so, good attack? On a good attack, that's two damage. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you slash at this thing, and uh, it it roars again. And uh, sadly, I will say that because it is. Hmm. What does it do to you? What does it what do? What does you? it do to you? Yeah. Um it um smashes back at you, I'm afraid. Okay. Uh and it gets an attack in on you and it hits you. Oh my god. Four. Two damage. Blimey, I'm really badly off now. Like Capella like falls to the floor and she's like like sort of knees, one hand on the floor like that, sort of holding her sword, but she's like bloodied now. What health are you on? Two. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you are not looking good, I have to say. Um, however, oddly enough, the creature is more focused on Lynette. Like, it kind of slashed back at you, almost as if it wasn't thinking. Uh, it, it it appears to be utterly single-mindedly focusing on uh, Lynette. And it is going to lunge towards you in the bubble. And as it does, it steps onto the trap. <laughs> <laughs> so what, is, what does that look like? How does it kind of deploy? Um, I imagine it very much looks like a bear trap. I know that's not the most imaginative thing, but uh, yeah, so as it steps onto it, it, it two half sort of circles with spikes clamp over one of its legs and it's very much uh, pinned in place. Does the trap itself like adhere itself to the ground as well, kind of thing? Yes, like, yeah, it, it very much holds it in place. Yeah. You can't go stumbling off with it. Uh, cool. And uh, so the creature, as it steps on the trap, uh, you can see that um, it, as it 
clamps down on its leg, you, you'd expect it to kind of react or something, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's able to take one more step. Oh. And even though it's kind of locked in place now with one of its foot bound, one of its feet bound to the floor, it slashes at the bubble, <gasps> which is just in range. And it hits the bubble for two damage. Ooh. Clank. Mm. Um, so, uh, Rituar. Yes, are we still within the 30 seconds? Because I still want to hit this thing really we are hard. Still, we are still within the 30 <laughs> seconds. And uh, yeah, I guess you're kind of like a bull, kind yeah, of like... Yes, single-mindedly, uh, Rituar is doing nothing apart from trying to turn this thing into fish food. Yes. <laughs> Try again. Yes, better. much better. <laughs> better. Okay, how much is that? Uh, that was an amazing, so that is four damage. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I feel yeah, like so... I do like a proper sort of weave with the spear and I'm just like multiple slashes nice. going by all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you come at this thing from behind now and you stab it like um, really, really hard uh, into its back. And it... I think actually you stab it so hard that the blade goes right through its chest and pokes out the other side. Ooh. And Lynette, uh, there is a spray of kind of bluish green liquid all across your bubble. <laughs> uh, and you see this thing kind of like slump onto its knees. And uh, its expression doesn't change, but it starts kind of making like a panting noise and then kind of grows still and by all accounts and purposes it appears to be dead capella just goes great job team and then collapses onto her face (laughs) ritual probably stabs him a few more times just in case you know it's like yeah i I say ritual you're still coming down off the uh the kind of this blood rush you had and uh yeah you're just kind of like it's like um your head's throbbing a bit. It's like yeah. you've just drunk too much coffee. And yeah, um, I, I guess everyone catches their breath while you just flail at this thing. <laughs> huh. uh, Lynette, Len- do you um, unemploy, unemploy, deploy? Yes. Reploy your bubble? Yes, so I'll go to the center disc and I'll hit it again like a button and it will swoop. Collapse back down. I imagine it takes maybe sort of like 45 minutes to recharge itself. So she'll clip it back on her belt. And it's currently glowing red. So it's, uh, I think it would switch back to glowing blue when it's ready to go again. And when it recharges, it will be at full health again. Cool. So, uh, yeah. So uh, Lua and uh, Barrow are just absolutely speechless. Like they cannot believe what they saw. And, uh, you know, they've seen bubbles of light. They've seen Capella. They've seen you kind of like summon gold energy. And they've they've got Ratuar and his deal going on. <laughs> That's, so, a That's a lot to take in. I, I imagine Ratuar is kind of like breathing quite heavily now and like like moving really slowly, but still making like kind of like... Oh, I'm still stabbing this thing, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and... Of all the things, their 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 eyes drift onto this creature, and uh, they're like, uh, and Lua uh, kind of just goes, "The, it's, I told you, it's real, it's real. The, the otolith, it's, it exists. It's true. I told you, just like the stories." And um, she's kind of like, 
kind of like crawling towards this creature like with a kind of awe and um she's like i i told you all and you wouldn't listen you you wouldn't believe me i told you and uh barrow's like i barrow goes i believe in i believe in what i can see i believe in creatures like this i don't monsters such as this but i don't believe in your stupid legends like your folklore it doesn't there is no magic. There is nothing of that nature. There are no evil spirits coming to punish us. It is just a monster. It is just a big fish. Well, what, <laughs> For lack of a better word. Well, whatever the reason, it's here. And you all need to be scared of it. And you all need to take precautions. Uh, and Lua, uh, Lua is kind of not really paying attention. And she's just kind of like looking at this thing. She's quite close to it now. And she goes... The stories, the stories always said that when when people when wickedness enters people's hearts, the the otolith will will come for you, and it will it will carry you away into its ocean lair and and make more of itself. That's 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 the truth. That's it. It it came for poor Aria. It it took her away. It um it and now it it tried to come for me as well. I I oh I I. I oh, I thought I was better than this. I it, it I've been wicked. It came it came for my wickedness. What? And she's freaking out on the floor. What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, Lua? Yeah. <laughs> um and Barrow Barrow's like um he uh he he just goes, This is this is nonsense. It is no it does not carry people away. It it it, it is a creature, it just feeds on it just feeds on people. It's it's it doesn't there's no it is not turning people into more of its kind. And with that, he kind of like just slaps the the creature with with the butt of his spear. And it suddenly rises up and roars. Uh -oh. And it even with like liquid, like this blood this bloody pus kind of pouring out of its chest, it slashes at Barrow <gasps> and sends him flying backwards across the room. And it lunges towards Lua. Oh no! I was kind of still standing on top of it, like <laughs> stabbing at it. Oh yeah, Can was I your not... spear was your spear in it or out of it at the time? It was kind of like I, I was kind of repeatedly just poking it, so I guess it's fifty fifty shot, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, My intention let's... now would be to just like leap after it and try and pin it to the ground, like just. Uh, make it's still me trapped, a... isn't it, in the trap? Uh, yes, it is still trapped in the trap. That's a good point, uh, and it. It lunges, uh, as you say, like as it lunges towards Lua, uh, you hear like a tearing sound Ooh. and it rips its own leg off Jeez. and barrels onto Lua, kind of sweeping her up in its arms. Uh, Rixua, were you making an attack towards I it? I want to, yeah, I'm trying to jump on its back and just like pin it to the ground with my spear. Uh, make me a... Make me an yeah, make me a power roll, okay, but sure. uh, at your old ranking. Yes, I have removed my berserker rage now, uh, so that is a two with a cost. I will say uh, I'm going to say that you're at a disadvantage here because you're coming down off your high. Okay. So could you make a reroll for me? Okay, so, so two two with a uh, cost cost. Okay, so yeah, you um. You stab at this thing and you do... How much damage did you say for a good... For a, a good, good is uh, two, uh, three. Three. Okay, yeah. So you make one last stab towards this thing and it 
Uh, it's a good hit, and the creature screams one last time. However, it is moving with a sickening momentum now, and as it envelops Lua in its big arms with only one leg, it falls forward and crashes through the wall of the house, taking itself and Lua out of the building, off the edge, and into the deep.